Hello and welcome again to Revive Stories. We're so excited to see you and to have you for another amazing episode. The series has been so fun to film, chatting to some of the amazing people in Revive Church, finding out some of the stories. Today is no different. We are joined by Sophia today, who is a fantastic young adult in our church um, with a great story, uh, an amazing person. And today we get to find out a little bit more about her. So Sophia, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing? I'm doing good, thanks. Thanks for having me. Come on, somebody. You were widely requested. The people wanted to hear from Sophia. That's the deal. Oh, wow. awesome. okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So how I like to start these things, Sophia, is I like to um, just find out a bit more about kind of childhood, um, where you grew up, um, what was that like, and then finding a little bit about how maybe your journey with God almost got started and uh, if it was through church or through a person. So maybe you can um, share a bit about uh, your upbringing and your childhood. Sure. Um, so I'm a Cape Townian, born and bred. Um, I was I was born in Mullerton Medi Clinic, but I was raised in Goodwoods most of my life until I went to high school where I went to um, Bredarsdorp, where I spent some time in a very small town. Come um, on. And... Uh, was raised in a Christian home, always surrounded with um, Christian people. Um, I lived with my mom, a sister, and her brother because uh, my mom and my dad was divorced since I was like two months old. So I saw my dad like sometimes. And yeah, I went to live with my grand in high school, went off to study culinary um, arts, which is chefing. Mm. And yeah, that's a little bit of my, just my childhood. Um played some sports, did ballet for most of my life. Um, but I um, I got invited to church. Well, I didn't get invited. My uncle, um, he played in the worship when we were still in our corner, which is yes. the way back. Um, and I, he never really invited me. He kind of just, I knew he was playing and I came with my aunt the one time, but it was very much in the background. And then I decided, okay, I'm going to come on my own and just not tell anybody because I don't want it to make it a thing. I didn't want to make it know that I was going to church because what if they expect me to stay? Um, <laughs> and um, I came to church and I just really connected well with the people. I felt really mm. like at home. Um one of the young adults that are still like at church with us, he sat down next to me and he just chatted to me. And I just really felt like really welcomed. I really loved the atmosphere that church had. And um, I've always connected well, like I always felt like I connected with God through worship. So I really enjoyed the worship. Obviously my uncle was there. So I was like, okay, there's a reason for me to stay. And I stayed a bit longer and then ended up staying completely. I'm getting mm. baptized end of that year, 2018, and not looking back. <laughs> Amazing. Maybe, uh, so from my perspective, obviously having, like I do life with you and do ministry with you and I've, and I've kind of seen the progression. I've seen, you know, so much growth and development and almost like this kind of coming out of, coming out of a shell, if I want to put it, if I want to put it like that into a really kind of strong leader, a great carer of people. Maybe the question I can ask you, and, and it can be from maybe a, a personal perspective, what type of um, growth or what type of changes did you see in your life 
when you kind of really got plugged into church? Because I, I know you mentioned that you grew up Christian, so you 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 had an understanding and you uh, were familiar with Jesus, if I'm understanding correctly. Um, but then you you kind of really got plugged in. What what were some of the changes maybe you saw in yourself, and maybe even some of the things you had to you know work through? Um, I think the biggest switch for me was just a softening of my heart. Um, wow. I really feel like God really softened my heart completely towards people. I Before I came to church, I was quite hard towards people. I was just mm-hmm. came, I was fresh out of college. I It was tough. It's a tough place to be in, like the Sheffield world. It's really hard. I was completely against things like marriage, kids, all of that. And now wow. <laughs> that's like completely different to where I am now. Um, I mean, I love children. I'm in, I'm in kids' church. I love those kids with all with everything. And, um, yeah, I think it's just he made me a I, – I, I was always a, a very big-hearted person. And mm. then the world kind of knocks you down, you know. And when you don't yeah. know God and when you're far from God, it's so easy to let the world kind of corrupt your heart like that. Mm. And I really felt that my biggest change that I saw personally was just that change of heart, that loving of people, that caring of people, that empathy that I mm. have. It's things that I carry. I carry my heart in my heart. Uh, on my what on my arm is that the term on my sleeve there you go that's my english and afrikaans that doesn't (laughs) not working (laughs) but um yeah so i was i've i've was that person kind of knocked me down a bit i went through a bit of a rough time when i went to like when i was in stalinbosch you know things Mm. it's a hard place to be and when i came to church i really God really humbled me. He taught me a wow. lot about honoring people. He he taught me it, he reconciled relationships for me with my parents. He um it was big things like that, but not just that like he I always knew I had a a leadership ability, but he kind yeah. of brought out a lot like he really like lit that up for me. He showed mm-hmm. me what leadership is, but in a godly way, not in a worldly way. Um yeah through the people around me, through just planting seeds in my heart um, and just allowing me to step out of my comfort zone. He took what my personality is and he, I always feel like God took my personality and he put it with a church that fits my personality and that allows me to be comfortable, but also step out of my comfort zone on a daily, um, if that makes sense. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I know it does. Um, and even while you're talking it, I almost kind of feel like what God does as well. I love what you said there is he, he almost brings to the surface, the best parts of our, of our personality and the best parts of our gifting. Cause it, it, you know, it was always there. Um, it was always there, but, but like you said, experiences and going through tough things and tough moments can shape the way we look at people can shape the way we look at ourselves. And maybe even before we move on here and, uh, you're welcome to, not answer this question but what was there you know you talk about having a hard heart and and felt quite hard towards people and and certain things was there one or two things that happened in your life that you recall as like you know that was a tough moment or or that was something and you really don't need to go into detail or you can you know up to you um but but can you recall a moment where you're like geez that really that really put me on the back foot and that almost shaped the way i was looking at things and then obviously when you come to church that all changes but I, I take the risk and ask the question. Um, was there a moment that you can recall? Um, 
Well, I was I was raised in a very tough home. I was yeah. raised to um, just, I think for me, it always feels like my culture, Afrikaans culture is quite hard. And mm. it's just one of those homes where things were said. Um, and I respect my mom and I love my mom with everything in me. But she was a single mom. I don't, I don't take that for granted you know I don't take for granted that she did everything she possibly could but sometimes things were said in my household and that made me receptive to to that so I started speaking like that I started being very straightforward Mm. to people and I went through a lot of like difficult seasons in college where um it was just things after things like there was boys and that they men that treated me wrong really played a big big impact on my life yeah. And until recently, I still carried a lot of that hurt and a lot of that like hardness towards just a general sex, which is um, men. Mm. And mm. I was actually convicted of that like early on this year. Um, and yeah, it's it's something that it yeah I was really hurt by yeah. what men and people can do not just what they can say how they can just mistreat you how they can just let you like it was more abandonment that made me yeah. hard towards hard towards people it was that like oh you're not good enough anymore I'll, I'll leave you it came from when i was a child and my dad would just disappear without telling me where he would go like those stuff like those were little things that kind of just add together and then you reach a point where you're out of school you're not sheltered by a home anymore you're around people you're around you're in clubs there's parties there's drinking and all of a sudden you don't know who you are anymore and mm. um, wow. you will do anything to find that and yeah. if you don't know, if God's not the person you're going to find that, if you're not running to him to find it, yeah. you'll find it anywhere else. And you will hit low after low after low because it will never fulfill you. And they will just, that, all those lows you hit, all the people that mistreat you, all that, that will just make it harder and harder to love people. will make it harder right. to understand that there's a different, there's reasons why people hurt people. You Like now I see a different, like when somebody hurts me, there's forgiveness immediately where else there mm. was in, when before God, there was just anger, frustration, yeah. disappointment. Does that answer your question? Yeah, <laughs> it does, man. And that's, you know, that's so good. And I think there's just so much to relate to. Um, and uh, I agree, like, I, th- I think even from my side, I don't know if I've shared my story on Revive Stories, and I won't do that today, but just to add <laughs> to your point, um, man, it's a, it's a journey of going through moments in your life and really how you let that define you. And I love that you speak, you speak into identity. That's what you're talking into right now. And it's like where you're finding your identity from um, and, and, and what you attach yourself to and, and kind of how you let your heart get affected and your mind get affected. And I love how, to, you know, to what it looks like to me, you, you kind of got connected to the right place, the right people. And I think you've made intentional decisions every day because I, I that pain doesn't just go away. Hey, or that, that thought, and it kind of lingers and, and it's, it's like a continual, it, it's a daily decision. I mean, the Bible talks about, you know, dying to self daily. <laughs> and, it's, and it's this whole, like, can I leave? can I leave my past in the past and can I step into really what God has for me? And I think you embody that um, in a, in a, yeah, in a really big way. And, and there's, and there's ways that you serve and love people now, which is so inspiring. Maybe I can ask a question along the lines of your involvement in kind of next generation ministries. Like you involved, very involved in kids church. 
you served as a youth leader when I was a youth pastor. You did that for a long time. You serve as a young adults life group leader. Um, and I think you give good wisdom on what's your, how do you feel about serving in those areas? What was maybe the pull and the draw for you to want to uh, be involved there and even chatting to young girls? Cause I know that's also a bit of a passion of yours as well. and something you do really well. What has been the heart with that? Um, so funny enough, when I did, um, our DNA way back in 2018 the first thing Sarah oh. approached me and I was like I don't want to do kids church I'm not <laughs> a kids person I don't want to do don't put me in kids church even though like the thing the thing you fill in it said kids I made it a point to like no I don't, don't want to serve in kids church and I wasn't sure on serving because I've never done that before like I mean the what I know of, of church and serving was minimal and I was never we really my mom never really like told me to go to church or anything it was never a choice that I had to that was made for me so yeah. I there was also not a lot of churches around that like my mom felt like we should be going to so um I, Sarah invited me, or we were the young adults, I think like a social, because I was, we were still one big group of yes. life group. And we, yes. were a, we were the social and you guys brought up stand camp and I was like, I want to go. <laughs> and as Sarah does, she kind of threw me at the deep end and she made me a leader there, like mm. a, like a junior leader, but, but with the senior goals and I was under her and after that, I really felt I encountered God in such a big way and I connected with young girls in such an intense way that weekend that I stepped into um, youth um, after that. I also started serving in kids' church. Yes. And um, I think, like, I really t tried to fight, like, what God's plan was on serve for serving on my heart big uh -huh. time. And then yeah. that weekend, I just couldn't because his encounter in my heart was just too big. Like what he mm. did in my life was too big for me to be selfish in that, in that, in like in any way. Mm. And, um, with, with, um, youth, sure. I loved youth. I think I served there for three years and then I just kind of felt like I needed to step. My season was over, mm. but I connected with girls, like these young girls in such an like amazing way because we could relate to same things that's happened to us in the past, whether it's relationships with their fathers, whether it's just um, just things that that's happening behind closed doors that they didn't feel that they could talk to somebody with because I mm -hmm. opened up, they thought they could come to me. And it was just week in, week out. It was the highlight of my week just to be able to be with these young people, see a generation, love Jesus, love God in a way because I kind of wish I had that at their age. Yeah. I was I was in a community that was so passionate about our young generation as what we are as a community. Mm. Um, and with Kids Church, sure, like my heart for Kids Church is massive. Like I love those kids so much. And I love being able to sit on the floor and just use puppets and just explain God's story in a way that mm. they, their eyes okay. light up, they get excited. They, they just, and that's what I, cause I love that. I love getting excited about God. And when I do mm. life group, like we, we, we like getting excited about like, like who he is and what he's doing in our life, because we should, we should always have that fire and that passion. And I feel like with kids church, 
they're so young they don't have like this knowledge of this bad world at the moment they still have this like beautiful like picture of what is good and mm. to keep that sacred but also to to help them to learn them to to pray and to speak to god and to ask the questions ask the difficult questions like yeah it's just 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 it's just a, a place where there's always love, there's always excitement, there's always passion for God. And yeah. like, why wouldn't you want to serve in a place where there's just so much excitement and love for <laughs> Jesus all the time? Like, I get, I get really yeah. excited about this church. No, I, can, but, I can tell, man, and I can see the passion through the camera. Um, and I can see <laughs> that your heart kind of burns for that. And I, and I love that. And it's almost like what happens when you, when you start, you know, serving and giving of yourself in an area um, of which you're passionate about. And then the people that you're serving, they're the true kind of, they're blessed by it because it's this gift that comes through in such an amazingly strong way. And I think maybe just a question, and, and listen, a lot of these questions I haven't prepped Sophia on. So if you are watching this, she is she is definitely shooting from the hip. But but I just felt <laughs> led to kind of ask this question in terms of your personal relationship um, with Jesus. Has there been a, a scripture um, or a story that has maybe shaped a lot of kind of the growth and even the faith um, in your life as, as you've taken steps towards God in the last kind of few years, been a good few years now. Has there been a scripture or story that you like to hold close to your heart um, that encourages you? Um, even even if you don't know the reference, because I am I am asking you on the spot here, but I, I think I just feel led to, to, to ask that question. Um, so... I'm I'm being very honest. I'm very bad at like remembering scriptures to the T, but there's this no, there's fine. a story. Um there's um no, I just remember the name. So um uh, there's a there's a there's a few uh Bible yeah. stories that it's mainly like old testament ones where I really felt like where God really spoke to me big time yeah. and it's a um, one of the series we did way back and we were in a big life group. I don't know if it was yeah. Sarah or it was with you. It was about Lazarus. Mm. And it was such an amazing series about La Lazarus. And I remember going with that story about Lazarus and going to youth with it. I remember using it in life group up before as well. Um, just about when I'm trying to encourage somebody um, that's going through a hard time. Um, I always use the story about Lazarus and how three days had to pass before before Jesus was Lazarus come out. And for me, it was when I read that story for the first time, it kind of didn't sink in. And then I went home and a few days later, the scripture kind of came up again and it just lingered with me and it stayed with me. And for me, I always, there was days when I just, when I just got saved, I would always talk to one of my best friends like, oh, I just wish I got saved earlier because there's so much, how much better would it have been? And she always used to remind me that, but sometimes you have to go through these things. You have to go through those times where you, you made the bad mistake, you know, you made the yeah. mistakes, but we learn from them. Mm. And when I, when I think of Lazarus story, I think of how he was a friend of Jesus and yeah. even that scripture of Jesus wept like that's like, Oh, that always like lays so heavy on my heart because it's such a mm. small piece, such a small sentence, but it has so much weight. Yeah. It shows you the person that Jesus is. It shows yeah. you that even though he knew what he can do that doesn't mean he doesn't have emotion towards it mm. and for me it always it reminds me of just how 
how big he is yeah and what he's done in my life i've had dry seasons last year was a very hard season for like a very hard year for me and mm. i've had seasons in my life where if i look back to it it was three short days in comparison to what lies before me and mm. it was it was a short time of death but the goodness of god that came from that that three short days in my life in my past mm. is it's so big and it's so amazing and yes it doesn't mean that there isn't going to be hardships to come no we never promised of that but i'm ready for them because i've kind of felt like even these last three to four years while being saved i feel completely different right now than i did Good. the last few years i feel yeah. as god has kind of told me sophia come out of that grave i mm. felt i feel currently wow. completely different than i have i feel like i've been saved all over again i feel like i've been baptized all over again even though i don't wow. have to go through those things again i feel that god has truly taken these last few years and he has sculpted me into the person i am right now and to be and so. i'm I'm scared for what's to come, but I'm also excited that he has used his words, his truth, his good news in every way he could to make mm. me the person I am today and to help me go out and kind of just be that person for other people. Yeah. yeah. Um, I was reading Colossians this morning and it's about and verse scripture 20, I think it's 21 or two twenty. Too, and it mm. speaks about how he's reconciled us but um and we stand blameless in front of him but he's done that but we need to remember to stand firm in him we yeah. can't expect we can't always expect god to be this good god for us but then we don't bring anything towards him we don't stand firm yeah. in what his truth is and all yeah. of that and i felt like i was that i felt a bit like a fraud <laughs> because mm. I was that person these last few years. I was just expecting from God. I lived off of that, that perfect, like that Christian high. And then I dipped and I so. just expected from God. And I didn't, I, I didn't have the faith that the people had. I didn't have that faith that mm. I should have had in him. Mm. I shouldn't, I didn't stand firm enough. I didn't believe in his truth enough to know that he'll get me through it even though he did by his grace yeah. he did yeah but right now i feel like lazarus stepped stepping out of that grave a completely new person and yeah i don't even know what i'm saying if it makes no. sense no, and if it's what you asked but i just i really felt like i needed to say that yeah um, it really it really sounds like i had prepped you on that question, which which I really didn't. I think you've answered that so well and you've even taken us a bit more on your journey and your story. And I, I've thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And thank you so much for kind of opening up your, your world a little bit, what God is doing in it. And it's so good to hear from somebody who has, I wanna, I wanna say been a Christian for, for a good few years now, but still hearing and being led and being guided by God kind of every year. And, it feel, and, and you're like, hey, you know, right now, I feel like I'm an, I feel like I'm really kind of hearing from God and things are moving and shifting. It's so encouraging to know that the best is always 
yet to come as a believer. And um, your story has been so encouraging and inspiring. Thank you so much, Sophia. Uh, We appreciate you. We love you. And thank you for sharing. And I really hope for everybody that has watched this today that this has encouraged you. Um, And to remember that your story is powerful. What God has done in your life, it it may look different to the person next to you. It may look different to the stories you've watched on this channel. But your story is unique um, and it's special to you. And it's how God is doing a work and continues to do a work in your life. I want to encourage you to take an opportunity to share that story. Who knows? Maybe on this channel one day, but with your family, with a neighbor, with a colleague, your story can carry so much weight. God bless you. And we hope that you have enjoyed this episode. Cheers.